down and distance. Down and distance. Down and distance. On WGNRadio.com. There is no number one receiver. Threes. I think Cam Meredith could be a solid two. I don't know if he could take that next step. Just that sentence alone gives me pause. I think. I think Cam Meredith could be a number two. It's the future, future, future. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, it's Jared Payton alongside my man, Ernie Scat and Shy Voice Man on Twitter. I'm at Payton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. This is Down in Distance, exclusively on WGMRadio.com. D-A-D pod on Twitter as well. We're going to break it down. Four downs today. We're going to get into... Some Bears, some White Sox, some Cubs. We're going to talk about the conversation that everybody has between who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron. I know know you're excited about that one, plus all the stuff that's going on across the pond um, with the bombings. And we're, we're going to talk about that and just what it means for here at home as well as we talk about sports arenas and how we enjoy ourselves and go to games and how this world changing is changing the way that we kind of look at things and we'll dive into that. But first we got to start off with the bears. First down. Dan Weederer from the Chicago Tribune had a great article that came out yesterday and just talking about Kevin White and his progress and talking about his progress is a mystery right now. First day of OTAs, he comes out and then you see kind of, that was the day where, where no media was allowed at Hallis Hall that day. And you hear Mike Glennon talking about how he's excited to be able to to throw passes to him, that he looked great. Second day of OTAs, not out. He's out there, but not going through practice. So a lot of people have a lot of questions. And I think coming into OTAs, Ernie, I was reading a lot of stuff that talked about Kevin White's health and that Kevin White was was cool. Everything was okay, and that he was basically 100%. That was last year, too, though. But you hope for that, with the Bears situation at wide receiver, that you have a guy that can come out and do something. Uh, With Alshon Jeffrey being gone, there's going to leave a void there of who's going to take over the big dog spot. You have no number one receiver right now. I know that. There is no number one receiver. But and, and just yeah, talking to people, do you have even a two. You have a bunch of three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure. got a two. I think Cam. I think Cam Meredith could could be a solid two. I don't know if he could take that next step to be a number one. But just that sentence alone it gives me pause. I think, I think Cam Meredith could be a number two. This this is what we're reduced to. I think Cam Meredith can be a number two. It, that's sad. I, like Kevin White, better do something. I, seriously, I. Well, you don't know. That's the thing. When you do you give up? When is he a bust? I don't know. I mean, this is after this season. I think you'd have to. It'd have to be a bust for a guy that that gets another injury again, and you can't have him on the football field. Other than that, I still want to give him. You got to give him a chance because you really don't know. And I think this year is going to be a crucial year for him when this organization is looking forward as they're trying to rebuild and build this organization back to something respectable. I mean, three wins. We're talking about we're coming off a three-win this season. This is the worst and stretch would, of Bears and, I've ever and, been And who would have ever thought that I'd be so excited for the football season to start for a team that still has a lot of question marks at a lot of different positions, but Kevin White is one of those guys, and he talked about how Tuesday the Bears media policy, how it prohibits reporting on how guys participated during practice. Yeah, it's a... 
That's like so a whole. So you can that, go. That's a, that's a but whole. You can't no, report on what happens. It's, it's a weird deal. So and then and then and then listen, and then go to go back toward to yesterday. We I was looking on Twitter and talking with guys like Chris Emma, and they were discussing about how at Packers OTAs there are there are videos of like what guys are doing and plays designed and how they line up. And we look at that organization and how well they've done over the last couple of years to where the bears are trying to keep things a secret. And normally when the bears try to keep something a secret, it doesn't turn out well. Yeah. Shh. We're not going to tell it. Other than I'm hoping to see what happens with Mitchell Trubisky, because that was a secret as well. Not telling really anybody what was going on. He held that secret in. But I want to see what's going to transpire with Kevin White because there's a, a lot of hope. And when you draft him in the first round, a lot of people were hoping that this was going to be a guy that could be the guy. The, that, it, that, that long term that you could actually get rid of Alshon Jeffrey and feel okay with it because you have a guy that could stretch the that field. That was the whole reason he was drafted because they knew Alshon wasn't staying here, that he was unhappy here, that he wanted to go south, although he went to Philly. If you think you were unhappy here, good luck at Philly, buddy. All right? <laughs> have but, fun but, in Philly. Yeah, but normally Philly's how- a place that made fun of Stuart Scott, God rest, made fun of his eye. Come on, dude. Like, Philly is brutal. I know it's brutal, but also, too, normally when guys leave Chicago and go to another place, they normally have success. You would hope. So I mean, you still have a second-year quarterback who could not have a – he could have a, a, a he could have a terrible year. And then you're right so. back to – I don't think so either. I'm just saying think so. things could happen. You still have a second-year quarterback. You have no idea what's going to happen with him. He could have an absolutely terrible year. I just don't get – you want to go somewhere? Go to go to you know go to Houston. Go somewhere where yeah, you're you gonna always, win. But that's the thing, though. You don't always get a chance. That's like true. not every place. That, I mean, come on now. I'm, 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 that's me. I don't. I've never lived that. Like you live that. It's a different life. You know, I never went through free agency. You know, my my free agency was done when I was what twenty five. Hey, well, you're I'm still married, young. You know, man. You're still young. young. All right, we got to go out to the lines here on down a distance three one two six forty four forty one. 110. Who's on the line? Hey, uh, this is Aaron Kirstein on the line right now. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Huge Bears fan. Huge Bears fan. So, so what's your take right now with with Kevin White? I mean, that's kind of the big issue. A lot of people are hoping that Kevin White can do something special in 2017 and hoping that he can stay healthy. Uh, to me, I think staying healthy is probably the biggest issue because you want to see if he can progress. Only four games really are playing. That's not enough to be able – that's only an appetizer, not even an appetizer, to see what the future could be for Kevin White. That's true. Um, there's a lot of question marks. You know, Jared Payton's been talking about this. Um, you know, so many questions. I don't really know. He might come to the field. He might get injured day one. Or he could come in and, you know, show some real promise. He might be the next Alshon Jerry. Uh, we really just don't know. Um, I think, however, the sky's the limit for him. He's shown tremendous capability in practices as well as college. Well, hold up. Real quick. You know you're talking to Jared Payton, right? Right now? Yeah, right now. Like, you're talking. This is me. <laughs> you're Jared Payton? Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Firstly, huge fan, huge fan of you as an entrepreneur. Huge fan of your father. Amazing guy. Um, read his book. Uh, tremendous. Oh my gosh! Wow, this is crazy. Um, I had no idea I'd be speaking to you today. 
<laughs> no, no problem, man. Listen, listen. I I just didn't know that you knew it was me. But yeah, I, listen. I love talking to Bears fans. That's why I have this podcast. I want people to be able to have a voice and just hearing you talk about the team. You're passionate. Are you passionate about to see? what guys it can do because Mike Lennon is another issue as well because he came into this bear situation getting a lot of upfront money in that first year uh, the other two years kind of not there was kind of a show me contract and you got to prove yourself which he talked about but now he's talking about that this is his year do you truly believe that this is Mike Lennon's year um I do not um I've been following Mike Lennon ever since he was in NC State um he replaced Russell uh, Wilson back at NC State at Senator Wisconsin um, he showed tremendous upside, but he's just never really panned out. Um, I think there's a reason the Bears, you know, drafted a uh, high quarterback, um, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, you know, I really don't think it's going to be his year. Um, however, I'm also kind of curious. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. What's up? All right, I'm just curious. What do you think, um, as a Bears fan, what do you think my expectations can be here? Well, I think this year, I mean, the expectations are hopefully that you don't have the same situation as last year where you have a lot of guys that are big-time players or for your team that are getting injured. I think you you got to stay away from the injury bug, and sometimes that happens in a season, and you have to be able to adjust the teams that have – I mean, last year, I mean, you can't, you, you can't even write that over again probably this year, but you hopeful that you have a bunch of guys that you've either drafted or, you ha- or guys that you bring in as free agents that you feel like can come in and can play – and the Bears are hoping to stack that right now. We start to see how they did in this draft. They're going to get offensive guys, and that's for the future. Uh, defensively, that defensive line, if they can stay healthy, um, you have you have something special, and it, it comes all back to health. Pernell McPhee on the outside, Leonard Floyd on the other side. Can both of those guys stay healthy? Leonard Floyd's another situation where a guy that came in at 225 and now is bulked up a little bit and added some weight I've seen Adam Johns talk about maybe 250. Can he still have that speed to get around the edge? And can Pernell McPhee, because he's, to me, the most dominant player on the Bears' defense when healthy, and you have to be able to see that production. Because getting to the quarterback and rushing the quarterback helps out the back end of that defense with the Bears on the back end of that defense still need some help, and there's still a lot of question marks there. So I think the expectations have to be, maybe five wins, six wins at the most. I mean, if that's the case, that's a lot better than three wins the year before. Okay, that's great. Um, So I guess, you know, next year we'll have to draft again high um, and keep getting more players and build more of a personnel. That's all you can really hope for, man, and hopefully the Bears can make some good decisions and hopefully they can progress and see some of these younger guys start taking the next steps. And I think – that's what GMs hope for. They hope for that they go out and get guys in the draft or they get guys and find guys in free agency and they find guys undrafted free agents that can come in and make plays. And we see with wow. what a guy like Ryan Pace has done at giving these one-year deals, he's giving these deals, they're like they're prove-it deals. It's not long-term deals. And we have to see how it kind of shapes itself out and hopefully he's doing the right thing for this Bears organization. But appreciate you calling, man. Call back anytime, all right? Thank you so much, Jared. You're wonderful. All right, bye. All right, take care. Let me ask you a question. Ryan Pace on his free agent and these one year deals. This mic will not stay up. Ryan Pace on these deals. Do guys like that? Do guys enjoy? I don't want to say like, but are guys okay with proving themselves when you're thinking like, all right, I go in and knock it out of the park this year. I'm going to get a huge deal next year in a, in a franchise that's possibly on its way up. Is this something that guys are are looking at and and saying, 
all right, I get a chance to come into one of the preeminent franchises in the NFL, and you know, this is something that I'm okay with doing. Um, I, I you know how it is, man. It's like any other job, Earn. Like you want to, you want to, you you, 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 you no, you want to get in where you fit in. Right. I mean, we had this. Conversation. That's what I would think. That's what I would think. But then like, there's got to be some proud guys who are like, nah, you know yeah, what? Well, I, proud. I'm not. I mean, if you're it. It takes care of itself. If you're a guy that's a baller, you're not going to just get a little a right. one-year deal. Like, if you're a guy that's a playmaker and a guy that, that you, everybody needs or a hot commodity, you're going to get paid. You're going to get you're going to get paid. So some of these guys, yeah, you have to prove it that you can either stay healthy or you can keep making the plays that you made the year before or that it just wasn't a one year a one year deal or one year uh show me the year before. So we have to kind of play it out. I don't think guys really mind as long as they're getting checks and as long as those checks clear. Cuz you got to look at that. Cuz the the other thing is, you could be out of a job. No one's right. giving you checks, right so you got to be able to make sure you're getting checks. You know, the caller said something. He said one thing. I have to. I, I wanted to say something at the time. What? He said that Kevin White has the sky's the limit. Yeah, I don't know about that anymore. Well, I just don't know if the sky's well, the limit. I mean, the right limit is is his leg. Right now, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess the sky is the limit because we don't know. It's still a question. I mean, normally you say that right when you're like talking about a guy and how good he is. You're like, man, sky's the limit on his potential. But now I'm kind of like, eh, you pull back a little on him. I, mean, I think I, you gotta I, pull I back. Do it. I was excited when they picked him. I thought he was gonna be a beast. I thought he was Julio Jones ish. I thought he was just gonna be a monster. The guy cannot stay healthy, and until you can, I, I can't. I can't sink it. I can't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on you at the table. All right. I'm see? not going all in. See, I knew you would I, take it the cards. Yeah, I'm not going all in. I knew in. you would take the, it the cards. This is a, this is a middle this is a middle pair. He, he's about a, a pair of sixes. A pair of sixes and the board flops ace no king nine. No clue. About and, that. And, and right now I, I have sixes. I'm the fourth best pair. I'm done. You know, there's a there's a backdoor straight happening with the ace king. Stop You know, possibly cards. a Stop nine to get the gutter cards. in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, what it comes down to is that it's still a big question mark, but we, we're going to have Huge to wait and see, mark. and we'll, we'll be I'm talking on board. About I just want to say this. I am on board with Kevin White. I don't want you to think that I'm, I'm just I'm not saying, saying that you're not. Yeah, I, I, I like Kevin White. I just can't trust Kevin White. And I, I'm with you on that. I mean, you have to be a little skeptical about what the future holds Man. for a guy that hasn't been able to stay on the football field. You are what you are. Normally, I look at quarterbacks when they come in, and it's like nine times out of ten. If you're a guy that throws a lot of picks in college, you're going to throw a lot, a lot of, picks of picks in the pros. In the pros. You're throw and more, and I, I think people think. forget about the whole the whole Kevin White when they drafted him that he was still a project. He was a project. He'd only yeah, played he, he was had still a project. He went from a college to a junior college, back to a college. He hadn't settled in anywhere. And he what, what was it? He got hurt one full year, was it? Um, it was something. Know, and either he started there, it was one, something. No, he started that one year one and year. had, but there were still concerns about wh- how he lined up and running so, routes. He still got to figure expect out. Can we out of Mitch Trubisky? He only started. Nah, one nah, year. nah. I'm nah, just. Nah, I don't I'm know. We I'm won't playing. go there right now. I All hope. Right. I hope this. I hope in a few months. I am saying I am sorry, Kevin White. All right, I'm with you on that. We'll have to see. It's going to be kind of the, the the big thing that we're watching offensively for a guy like Mike Glennon, who is looking forward to saying, this is my year. This is my year. It's time now to jump into a little basketball. We got to talk some basketball. MJ and LeBron. Let's go. Second down. This is the conversation that I, I feel comes up every single year. All the time. Every year. 
And it's going to come up until LeBron retires, and it's it's settled in people's eyes, minds, whatever. I I don't know how you can truly settle it unless you take strictly stats. So the conversation always comes up when we talk about basketball every single year about LeBron James and what he's doing in the NBA to what Michael Jordan did while he was playing. And I think the comparisons are always going to be there. I have a hard time comparing the two. It's because both are two different kind of players. Like, I don't have a hard I well I mean but what do you cuz we cuz if we're comparing if we're just comparing championships then we can't it, it's not even a question. We're not it's not a question. Jordan's got 6. Right. All right? The, only, the only argument you have on that side for LeBron is that what he's been in there the last 7 years. Yes, so, which is which is unreal. It, it's it's it, it's unbelievable, it's unreal. I, you're absolutely right that it's hard to compare these guys. It's a lot easier to compare Michael Jordan to LeBron James than it was to compare, say, Michael Jordan to a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because they're completely different positions. At least Mike and, and LeBron mainly play the same position. Yeah, LeBron dabbles going to power forward and could even jump in the center if need be. If need be. Mike could go to point guard, so could LeBron. So in that sense, LeBron can play more positions than Michael. But you said this to me over the weekend. You hate when I when people say this. It a lot of it, and not a lot of it, but some of it comes down to his embodiment, his his killer instinct. And I know you're going to get on me for saying that. His killer instinct. I, why? Why? It's is, not so why, much the killer instinct. Hold, it's his demeanor. I it's get his it. Full but why is everybody? Why does everybody hold that as like? I don't against hold it. Him? I don't hold it against him as much you as did. I, you I did. Well, you did. Say this, you did. Hold on, real quick. You did before I do. our conversation. I do. I do. No, before our conversation, I think you see it differently now. But you I, did. Right. You were like, "That's the reason why I can't rock with him. Yeah, it's because right. he doesn't have the killer instinct." And, and I you made came me realize that they're they're different in in that sense. But to me, that is huge. I will take a guy 95% of the time over another guy if he has that just, I'm going to put this in your ear. I got you. And there are times when LeBron takes second seat, takes second seat, takes second stage. Mike never, ever took second. And I don't recall an 11-point playoff game. And I'm not, listen, LeBron's, you're going to have those times in those games. I don't ever recall it. Somebody call in and tell me, I'm sure you could probably find one back in the early years. I just, this isn't the early years anymore. If you go here for this, this is not LeBron in the early years. And what he's doing is outlandish. It's unbelievable. I still go back to Mike score 37-5 right. in the year. 37-3, rather. 35 Re- the next Regular year. season stats, points per game, 27.1 for LeBron James, 30.1 for... It's not even close. For and Jordan. those what went do down mean, the man? last two years. The last two years playing for freaking... Re- He's beating him. He's beating him rebounds per game, though. In Who, LeBron? Re- Re- LeBron is. And he will. Assists per game as well. And he will, and I said that over the weekend. Steals, steals per game. Uh, Jordan's got him, 2.3 per game. Uh, LeBron is 1.6. Blocks per game, they're dead equal at... Point eight, so they're right there. Um, total stats, so total points, and I know this has probably fluctuated over time because of this website. Jordan's at thirty two thousand two hundred and ninety two, and LeBron is at twenty eight thousand. LeBron will one. obliterate. That. Yes, he will yeah. obliterate that. He will probably. He's beating him in total rebounds, total assists, and I'm. If we're just looking at the numbers, but when we look at the pure player. When you put it in that question that you formed to me over the weekend about 
the last shot. Like you get Who a you chance. Rolling the ball out to. I, I got to give it to MJ. I, I feel more comfortable giving it to MJ. But to see what LeBron James has done in this day and age, and we can't keep nitpicking about the eras and when guys played because it's the same conversation I have with people about my dad when it comes to when he played and when a guy that. like Jim Brown played and how. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you could throw in there. There's certain guys though that I that believe could that, that could play in any era. That's what I was going to say. Listen, there, there are there are guys who transcend the era and the game. Yes. Michael could play in any era. LeBron could play in area any era. But these guys that LeBron played with now could that LeBron plays with now could not play. A lot of them could not play back then. There are guys back then had no business being on the court athletically with guys today. It was two completely different games. That's another reason it's 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 really hard to just say because I fully believe if you put Michael Jordan today, oh. Michael Jordan would average fifty points a game. Michael Jordan would be bananas. You can't touch a guy. Michael Jordan would be different. You put LeBron back then, he'd average the same thing he averages now, and Mike averaged thirty. I said it earlier. 37-3 one year, 35 the next year. When Mike decided he wanted to, he was nuts. I you forget the role. He went like nine for nine, I think, out of ten games with triple doubles. They told him he couldn't be a point guard. Yeah, I can be a point guard. He went and became a point. Like, the man is just... I don't know. I, and, yes, I watched him. I know. Kids you today, watch him. Go kids back. Today, I got to watch both eras. Kids, today, kids today never watched Mike. You know, and that's the hard part is that they're only seeing one guy right. that get a chance to and watch yeah, now. Yeah, you see a clip here but, or there. But, but you didn't you watch to, Mike. But you have to. Mike's another thing. Mike Mike didn't miss games. Mike didn't sit out. Mike Mike never I missed. Get, I get, I'm with you. I'm he fought to come back the second year when he broke. It's like, I'm coming back. I'm not saying LeBron's soft. LeBron LeBron's is, not the but, toughest but, but, guy no, in the world. No, but LeBron's approach to the game is different than MJ's. Absolutely, because it's a different time. Different which time. Which to me is LeBron, deplorable because you're getting paid twice as much but, money. But, but, but LeBron comes out on an, <laughs> a nightly basis and just makes so sure. Like, no, I know, but Mike, I mean, Mike took from every. Mike was like, listen, I'm leading this. Y'all Y'all better follow me. Like y'all, like that. Th- it was it was the aura of Mike of how good Mike was that he the guys that were around him that he made better. But they all knew. Like, listen, my game better be okay yeah. because we know what Mike's going to Mike's do. Gonna smack me in my face. LeBron Steve comes Kirk. out. LeBron comes out and like you know he's he, buddies. Whatever you want. Everyone, hey, hey man, tonight we go. Hey, yeah, man, we got, I got to get, get you going, going early. I'm gonna get you going early. Nah, Everybody like going, that. and then he comes back and scores thirty points. Right, but what if that doesn't work? Like the other night. He got him going, and then couldn't come back and score anything. Well, that's the thing. He's got sidekicks. Okay. Sidekicks did work. Kyrie had 29. I think Love well, had 20-something. Kyrie, Kyrie, his sidekicks did Ky- work. Kyrie LeBron's left. the one who didn't show. And I'm not – this is the first time they've lost in 14 or come 13. On, so I'm not doodling you can't on that. You can't knock on it. But, again, that. I go back to Mike. How many times did Mike do that? If we're, if we're, going, if we're going comparisons, let, let, let's compare. How many times? I, I just – I want to say I still rock with Mike – it's just the fact of that it's closer than Oh, it's absolutely it's close. Super, not, super I can't close. I can't say anything. It's absolutely close. Mike was a better pure scorer. Period. Right. Period, 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 period. I get Mike you. put him on his shoulders. Let's roll. All right, man. I love debating with you. Sometimes <laughs> where it gets a little hot and heavy. It, it is what it is, man. We're friends. <laughs> yeah, We're absolutely. Friends. Absolutely. We're friends. All right, so we got to jump to down number 3. Let's roll. Third down. All right, down number three. We're going to talk some baseball. And normally, we would talk about the Northsiders. Why? Just because. Why? When the Southsiders are doing work. 
How excited are you about what's going on? Dude, I am jacked. I am when they, when Luis Roberts Robert was was announced. I, oh my god! I that's the type of moves that that you make, knowing that you're gonna win. Like they they're putting something together that's gonna no, be special. Uh, don't say knowing that you're going to win. Yeah, it's tough. But, but setting but setting, setting yourself, yourself up, up to win. Yeah, I'm with I, you. They they are putting together something that has the potential to be special. And if they can move Quintana and get a couple more, they'll have arguably the best minor league system. In Let me tell you baseball. this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. This is how I feel. I love the fact that Rick Hahn is getting the opportunity. The handcuffs are off. To do what I always thought he was able capable. to do. Capable, yep. Able. And capable of doing. Because he's given an opportunity now to be able to to have the keys to the car. Yeah. And make decisions. And this is what happens when you get a chance with somebody that's knowledgeable that knows what they're doing. Student of the game. And now he's, he's showing right now why he is – it makes it easier for Sox fans to be able to look at the future and be okay with it and be happy about yes. it, be excited about it. Yes. And as a Cubs fan, I'm excited for White Sox fans to see what's going on in the south side. I want people to be at the rate. I want people to be sitting in their seats and enjoying what they can do on the south side because the south side brings – so much passion. The South Side brings so much love. The South Side brings so much swagger that everybody, like, they just want to talk about the North Side all the time. And I get it right now, man. People yeah, are still it's, on this Cubs high. It's I Cubs get it. Time. But let's not forget, man. We're coming. I love, listen, I enjoy going to the rate, man. I really do. I enjoy going to the rate, and I want people that this I, – I can't wait to see the rate full this in is, the next couple of years. Like, the I'm difference, talking about full, Ernie, with, yeah, like, oh. with, with not no, – no gimmicks. If no, that place like, bring gets dogs, packed, Bring your dog to the park. Right, day. actual – we're coming to see this team. Yes. We're coming to see Mancada. We're coming to see Robert. We're coming to see Elito. We're coming to see Reynaldo Lopez. We're coming to see Abreu and ah! – I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I am so excited. Like, I I just, I you said it perfectly. Rick Hahn has finally got the handcuffs off. I don't know what happened to Kenny Williams. I'm happy that I've not heard anything from him. I'm happy that he has been been rele- relegated to, I don't know, bleacher duty. I don't know what he's doing now for the organization. Let's keep him there. Whatever it is he's doing, let's let him do that to the Whoa. fullest of his potential. Because Whoa. leave Rick Hahn alone. He seems to be making the correct moves. He, and, and Kenny, if you're behind the scenes, then stay behind the scenes. Don't Whatever happens, do not come out and start trying to run this because it seems to be working. And these guys, I mean, you look down on the farm and Dane Dunning is, is throwing lights out. These guys that we have, the pitching, the, the fielding, it's going to be so, so well, good. You know, it's, it's the fact of a guy like Jerry who is, uh, you know, up for paying some of these these steep prices you know, on a 19-year-old because well, it's $25 million and it's, it's going to come up to about $45 million. But you have to make sacrifices and you have to kind of be all in if you're going to be all in. And it's just amazing to me that we, we're having this conversation about the White Sox, but we can't have the same conversation about the Chicago Bulls, which is another Reinsdorf team. And it's just it's weird to me that we, we're, we're watching – we're watching this organization take steps to rebuild and get back to what everybody hoped they can get back to right. 
and win another World Series and be in contention and be in that conversation. Just be but there. the basketball team the is is Flounder. in a abyss somewhere. And you're going to have to pay a Supermax contract to Jimmy Butler. You know, you're talking contracts earlier. Jimmy Butler has a chance to make like $50 million. Michael Jordan made 30 in a sweetheart well, deal his last hey, year, and, listen, and, and people complained. This guy, Jimmy if, Butler. If he, wait, if he makes another All-NBA team, it could get him up to, what, 200 Please trade this guy. 50-some Let's blow million? it up. Let's blow it up. The only problem is you don't have it's not you it's don't not. have the the pieces to go out and, and trade away like you did with Sale. You needed and to Quintana trade. You needed to trade that you still have on this this roster. Because I'll be honest with you, I love you, Jose Abreu. But if I put you in a deal and I can get some studs, some super like I, Jose Abreu, maybe because he's already thirty one ish, I think thirty one now. Hey, I, are you going to be here when the rebuild is fully? Are you going to be still in your prime? Are you still going to be able to do what you do? Which, granted, isn't the greatest at the first base defensively, but he at least hits at times. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just waiting to see what's happening. And, and hello, Avisayel. Avi is playing out Avi, of his mind. Avi, but this is what you this is what you hoped but that, for when but you that traded was the thing for him. That, but that was even the conversation of before this season of people talking about, can you part with – with Avi and go another direction, and the I'm White Sox decided to stay with him and to see what he's, he's still doing young enough. Right now. He's only twenty six. He's still young enough. Where this three, is this is uh, three forty right now, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, three forty two. I mean, thirty four RBIs. Um, you he he has to is the consistency and staying away from the low and outside pitch, the, the garbage, the junk. And I, the last game I watched, I watched him the other day. He went zero for four. And he was reverting into that where he's reaching out across the plate. He's trying to get that outside ball. And it, for whatever reason, that day he didn't recognize the strike zone. He didn't realize that I can't go after those pitches. They're going to continually throw me those pitches because I'm going to swing at it. As long as Avi stays inside himself and and continues to do what he's doing the way he's doing it, the sky is the limit. All right. Well, we ended on that one because I don't need to say anything more. That was Wonderfully put by you, Ernie Scatton. I appreciate you, man. They come, Time to go to the final down, man. Fourth down. Let's go. Fourth down. All right, man. You know. This is terrible. Yeah, it's it's just it's tough to talk about, but I think it's something that we should talk about with the bombings that happened at uh, in Manchester at the arena. When is 22, 22 people killed. A lot of people injured and at a Ariana Grande concert. And just to, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird time that we live in, but I start to think about the people that went to that concert that night. And, and when I go to concerts to go see one of my favorite artists, what it means to me to be able to, to see that artist, to go see a Drake, to go see a Jay-Z, and to be there singing all the songs because it's one of my favorite artists and the feeling that I get when I leave, when I leave, like you go back and get in the car and you're driving home and you're listening to right, either yeah. the videos that you uh, right. recorded or, you know, the live Talking stuff. Talking about and, it, you're enjoying and, and, it. And, to, and especially to, for kids who this may be their first concert. This may be their first their first time. You know, I sent my daughters, you sent my daughters to the Chance concert. Yeah. If something like this would have happened, and I was outside waiting for it. Imagine what you feel and, and what goes through your mind to people. You know the first the first video I saw. You see it from the angle of the people pouring out of the out of the place. And my wife asked, "What are those people standing there for?" Those were parents waiting for their kids. Like you could see that they were they were parents. They were forties, late forties, fifties, and they were standing there watching these people come out. And my wife's like, "Why are they there?" And it hit me. 
that would have been me waiting for my kids to come out. And now you have no idea. I mean, I just don't understand. I don't understand the world yeah. that we live in now where, you know, all the way around, all the way around. And I'm not just pointing fingers at one person or a group here or there. I, but why the I'm, innocents? I'm, I'm, it's, why it's, the innocent people? Why it's, there? It's a why there Because then? it's kind of like a, it's, when we see a lot of these tragic things that are happening, Ernie, it, it's about trying to either impact as many people as possible. So they're doing it in large groups. They're doing it where a large pe- a lot of people are gathering. Whether it's you know people at a nightclub or people at a concert, just... it just it, it goes back to you do something to me or you do something to somebody. It's almost you but go back to okay. But listen, but I know like I could, I get I could it, almost understand. I, get it. I don't understand but, it at let's, all. Let's, but I can almost up. understand if you attacked a, a military establishment, a base, okay. a military club, something, something governmental. But you can't. But they, you attack. But you can't get children. there. That's the reason why. And I had That's a friend whose whose friend was over there, whose daughter was there, and died. You know, a guy right here in Chicago, he calls me yesterday. He's he's broken up. He's like, yeah, one of my best friend's daughter was there. They sent their daughter to England to enjoy a, a week, a, you know, like a week of, of vacation with family. They take her to an Ariana Grande concert. She's never coming home. Never coming home. It's crazy to think about. But now even it comes back to hits closer to home now because here in the United States, I mean, sports is... It's at the top of the top. When we talk about everything, I mean, sports is always, you talk, I guess now with government, and but sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, it's what we enjoy. It's where we go. It's where we go to kind of let go of steam. And now it has you thinking about being back here. Do I want to go to that? Do you want to go? I don't. I don't. And, and, I mean, and, I, my and, daughter. And do, we, and do we take the necessary precautions now just because of this incident this tragic well, incident, you have to. And do, right? But but how long does it last? Because earn, yeah. earn in our news cycle, it seems like things are always hyper news cycle. Yeah, it's going so fast. Cycle, it went right? from it went from the 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 pulse shootings, and then you know even before that with the the, the, shooting, the shootings over in Paris and it, all this other stuff. It's like we we talk about it, we think about it. It becomes a hashtag, right. and we and the next you know it's there'll on be some to the flags up. Somebody will have a flag. Remember when France got bombed? Yes. They had the, the flag on Facebook. Yes, they'll and do the it, same thing. There'll be the British flag now, and it's like I feel like I I get it. I get it. It's on to the next thing, but we can't forget about yeah, the well, things that I'm, happened I'm before. Gonna say, I'm gonna be honest. It's gonna definitely give me pause going places and sending my kids places and allowing my kids. You know, my daughter drives. She's on her own now. She she goes to concert. She plans that she's going to Lala and all that. She she's bought her ticket on her own. She works, has a, a bunch of money saved up. She went and bought Lala tickets two days. She's going down now. Do I really want my daughter going to Lollapalooza? If that is not the easiest place that they'll be able to bomb something, if they really want to, come on, you've got to be able to get a bomb in a Lollapalooza. I mean, what what's going to stop them from from? You know, I was in Atlanta in '96 when that bomb went off. I was there. I had just moved to Atlanta uh, the week or prior. I was I was on the actual property. You could hear a muffled. <laughs> we never knew what happened on our side until you get home and you read the news that there was a bomb or you saw people run. I think we were leaving, so you didn't really know what was going on. But 
what stops somebody from doing this again and again? You mentioned that you wanted to go see the uh, Bruno Mars concert. Yeah, like it just puts it in perspective of 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 life, man. And you just never really know. But I think the one thing, Earn, is that as much as we think about it, we can't be we can't be overanalyzing it. And we so gotta we continue li- we, our life the we, way we got it. We gotta live our lives, man. And if you believe in a higher power above, that you know you believe that there is an afterlife and you get a chance to go to heaven. I mean, honestly, if we keep worrying and being scared, it's exactly what those kind of people that pull off these, these acts, they want us to be like this. This And I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to let them win. But also too, as a parent, there's parents that I've seen that haven't heard from their kids. And to me, that's devastating. I couldn't even imagine. I call my house at least four times a day, FaceTime and to talk with my kids and just to see them. I can only imagine the grief and just everything that's going on, the sadness inside of their heart, man. I, I really, it's hard for me. But I just want us as people, we need to come together as people, earn. Like we all have different backgrounds. We have, you know, all different religions. We have different beliefs. But when it comes down to it, we're all people, man. We're all, we all have to coexist on this earth. And we have to find some type of way to be able to have an understanding and respect others, even though sometimes we don't understand it. Like that, we don't understand it. And I, it just hurts me that we we're talking about this because I think about how how Ariana Grande feels. She said she's like she's all shooken up about this as well. Like, yeah, I mean, it's got it's all. She's trying to bring people together and something like right. This you're, you're enjoying yourself. You're out singing for her. That's probably the greatest time of her day of her of her life is when she can get out there and sing and do what she does, what she feels she does best. And people died. That's gotta. That's gotta weigh on your mind. People die. Not only to mention, the next time you go out, what do you, what is she thinking about? Exactly. Am I gonna get bombed again? Exactly. Is there gonna be another bomb? Somebody gonna shoot me? It's the worst thing. It's just so bad. It's so bad. It's just so bad. So hopefully, you know, with everything, and we're starting to see. I know the Cubs had a report out there that you know they're putting money for more security cameras around Wrigley Field, and I think that you know the more security that we have. I think it's better. I think we we need Absolutely. it now. We need it now. Now the only, only people that complain about security are the ones who are trying to circumvent it. Yeah. So we need to figure out, and hopefully, you know, some of those families, you know, will, through time, will be able to heal. Because I can only imagine how hard it is how. to be able to le- lose kids. I don't know how because I, I, I no clue. I I don't know. I I never want to outlive my kids. Never. All right, we appreciate you guys for checking out Down a Distance. Go to DADPod on Twitter. Follow Ernie on Twitter at Shy Voice Man on Twitter. I'm at Peyton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N, WGMRadio.com. And as always, we were here, but now we're gone. Peace.